What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hog Sports coming to you from Hog Sports Studio. Today, we're going to talk Razorback football, basketball, baseball, of course. Huge visit weekend just happened with over like 60 prospects on hand. Danny West is going to join us to talk about that. Arkansas completed their pro day today. I was there for that. A lot of stuff going on baseball team, basketball. We're going to talk about it all on Hog Sports Live. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We're going to bring in Danny West here in about five minutes or so and have him answer the questions about Arkansas's huge recruiting visit weekend, which was one of really the three biggest weekends probably in Arkansas history when you consider uh, the star rankings era. You know, they had the big February 23rd weekend, the July 26th weekend. Uh, these are both last year, obviously. And then uh, uh, this weekend that just happened with a, a ton of big-time prospects in town. Arkansas just completed their pro day. Some Pretty interesting results here. Uh, you know, I know everybody wants to hear about 40 times. We'll go over some of those real quick. Jared Cornelius, that's a 4-4-4 that he had. I had Gary Cross at a 4-4-4. These are all handheld times by me from a bit of a distance. Johnny Gibson, 5-3-4. Drake Greenlaw, 4-5-7. And a 4-6-2 is what I had Drake Greenlaw at. And I think he probably improved his stock, um, you know, with that time because he's a guy that you're also looking at to possibly play safety. You know, he could play safety. Uh, you know, that hybrid type of guy, but linebackers are required to be fast as well. Ryan Pulley had him at a 4.50, and we got him at a 4.47 on his second attempt also. Here's his 4.47 attempt. So uh, that's that's a good time. He ran a 4.60 at the uh, combine, so definitely improved his time there. Uh, and it's a handheld. It's my handheld time versus what they're doing at the NFL combine. At Randy Rams at a 4.61 on his first attempt. He ran a little bit slower on the second one. Uh, Santos Ramirez pulled up with his hamstring. Uh, right off the bat. Kevin Richardson had a 4.77 and a 4.83. This is his second attempt running here. Uh, Brian Wallace, 5.07. DeAndre Coley uh, and Dwayne Eugene also participated. Had Coley at a 4.66 and Eugene at a 4.74. Brian Wallace ran pretty good. 5.22 is not bad for a guy that big. So uh, that pretty much covers pro day stuff. Uh, obviously, a lot of media, a lot of scouts there and uh, and those guys got a chance to showcase their skills. The NFL draft, I guess, isn't that far. Baseball team went 2-1 uh, against Louisiana Tech, won the rubber match yesterday, 11-0, I believe, um, which is a pretty stark contrast to the the first two games in the series there. Um, and basketball. Basketball, of course, with a big win against Alabama. Thought it was a nice environment for that. Daniel Gafford, possibly his last game, depending on what happens with uh, – postseason tournament stuff, uh, possibly his last game in Bud Walton Arena. We'll see what happens in the SEC tournament, of course, NIT selection, those types of things. Arkansas not really being discussed as an NCAA tournament team, although Alabama's considered a bubble team, and Alabama's got the exact same record, both conference and overall, as Arkansas, uh, and Arkansas just beat him pretty handily in Bud Walton Arena. So um, Daniel Gafford, if I mean, if he was going out, then he went out the right way on, on, on that one. 29 points, 16 rebounds. If you got somebody that might be interested in this type of content, be sure to share. Uh, follow, of course, if you haven't, and leave your comments down below. Austin Gibson, these are recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Do I think Daniel Gafford will come back for one more year? I didn't get the impression that he would, just judging by the post-game press conference. I kind of felt like that was a good farewell to him. I thought it was a nice gesture by the students and everybody chanting out one more year, one more year. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a heck of a way to go out, I thought. So I don't I don't think anybody's under the delusion that, that Daniel Gafford will return for his senior year. 
Thoughts on the linebacker and the grad transfer portal. Could he help quickly? I think he could. Tron Folsom out of Troy, led Troy in tackles the last two years. The thing about the la- the spring scrimmage, we'll get into this a little bit, but the spring scrimmage, scrimmage number one, I should say, it really showed and painted a picture of what can happen at Arkansas in terms of linebacker depth when you have a few injuries. And, and people get hurt playing football. I mean, you're going to have a couple of injuries. I mean, you had, I think, three scholarship linebackers out there. That's not a lot. The other day, I think you just had two. Giovanni LaFrance was out last Thursday, so you only had two scholarship linebackers. So that just shows you how thin they are at the position. You may look at it and say, well, they got a start and a backup, and they got another guy back there. But in reality, I mean, you, you're going to lose, you know, linebackers get banged up. I mean, think about all the foot injuries we've seen over the years with linebackers. So I want to mention to everybody, if you haven't signed up for – uh, hogsports.com now's a great time to do it you're going to get all of our spring football coverage of course all the recruiting stuff there's still a ton of stuff coming out from that weekend and we don't think things are done and also want to mention you know we i would be remiss if i did not mention Jashad stewart so they have commitment number one out of the weekend jonesboro defensive end slash linebacker Jashad stewart uh, a real good looking prospect gets off the ball extremely quick uh, but he was one of the players that was up here for this weekend i'm going to go ahead and bring in danny west I know you guys are waiting for Danny, so we're going to go ahead and bring him in here. What's up, Danny? Mr. Biddy. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> People in here want to talk about some recruiting. they got some recruiting questions for you. You know anything about that stuff? Uh, very little, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, that's the understatement of the year. So I thought maybe you could just kind of jump in right off the bat, talk about the weekend. Of course, we talked a little bit about Jashad Stewart's commitment and uh, mm-hmm. thought maybe that you could just kind of jump in and uh, and then I'll throw some questions at you. How's that sound? Okay, sounds good. I, I would say it was a successful weekend for Arkansas. You picked up a couple of commitments. You mentioned Jashad there, but they also got the um, grad transfer running back, Traylon Smith from Arizona State. Yeah, that's right. Which, which kind of came out of nowhere. I, I'm not sure any of us really expected that. So, uh, you know, you wrapped you wrapped up Saturday with Jashad, and I think there were a few, a uh, couple, a few that that they may have gotten some good information on, and and could be uh, coming out pretty, you know, relatively soon. So those silent commitments are always fun, right? So, yeah. Hey, Danny, uh, I want to I want to stop you right there. I want to ask you a little bit about. I just want to talk about uh, Traylon Smith a little bit. I mean. Yes. Looking at the video, the guy's extremely quick. I mean, I, I don't know if he's 5'8 or not, but uh, he's definitely going to add some speed. And I'm just thinking, like, running back, you look ahead here. I mean, you've got a couple of guys banged up right now. You know, we don't know what T.J. Hammonds, what his situation is. But you need somebody in practice at the minimum. I mean, just to yeah. carry the ball in practice. And then, you know, you're in danger of possibly losing, you know, not having T.J. Hammonds come back. We still think that's up in the air. Uh, Rakeem Boyd has the chops to probably leave early. So uh, it, it's important to get a running back. I, you, feel, you, you still think that they'll sign two in this class in addition to Traylon Smith? I do. Just confirmed that earlier today, matter of fact. So they're still going to look for two running backs. So that's good news. I'm not sure what to make of this Smith guy. I mean, I, I see what you see on film. I think yeah. he's really quick. You know, that so much of football is about opportunity, but especially at the running back spot, right? I mean, you've yeah. seen some guys that, that fly under the radar and then make a transfer. David Williams was one oh, yeah. right here at Arkansas. He there came were in pe- from South Carolina. There were people that didn't like that. There were people that didn't like yeah. that addition. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely right. Now, we're not, we're not saying he's going to be the best running back on the team this year, but, you know, you never know. Uh, new scenery, new, uh, new offense, mm-hmm. you just never know. It's good for some of those guys to hit the reset button sometimes. 
and uh, I don't know. We'll see what what he's uh, what he's made of. Danny's like fifty five of the last sixty two players that have requested immediate eligibility through the waiver process with the NCAA have been granted the waiver. Is there a possibility that he could be granted a waiver and get immediate eligibility? I don't think so. I think if there was, um, we probably would have heard that by now. But yeah. my understanding is that Arkansas is not anticipating that being the case. So, so far, I, I wouldn't expect that to happen, no. So, Jashad Stewart, that's a nice get. I mean, he's a guy that really gets off the ball. You think he's a D-end or outside linebacker? What are your thoughts? I think he's a backer. I think he's an outside backer. You know, he's only about, I'd say, 210, 215 right now but super explosive, man. Like we talked about in the analysis video the other day after he committed. I mean, you watch his film, man. He's a lot of fun to watch. He just, he destroys people. And I, I don't know. I, I like his makeup. He's, he's kind of, you know, he's very quiet, very serious kid. I remember the day they offered him, I called him and, uh, he's just one of those country kids that, that appreciates hard work. And I think his parents have kind of preached that to him all his life. And the day I called him, he was actually out in the yard raking leaves. Like the offer mm-hmm. <laughs> was nothing, you know, he, he still had to go to work. He says, my dad makes me work every day. Do hey, something I love around those the kids. house. So, and yeah, I love parents too, like so. that too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was a good, a good pickup there, you know, not just in terms of him as a player, but to get the ball going in the state, you're still looking at Contrell Wallace yes. from Bryant. He'll be in here in uh, March 30th. Blaine Toll was back on campus this weekend, had another good visit. So, you know, it's it's good. Kind of like Malik Chavis last year. Ironically, Malik Chavis committed on March 10th, and this year they got their first in-state commit on March 9th. So pretty much, uh, you know, similar timelines there. So good to get the first one in the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Danny West joining us, hogsports.com recruiting analyst. Danny's been with us for forever, it seems like but uh, does a great job over there. One of the main reasons to come and sign up for hogsports.com because we do do a lot of free content, but we also, uh, most of our recruiting stuff is VIP. If you haven't signed up for Hogsports, here's that promo again. There's no promo code needed. You just sign up and you'll get three months for the price of one right now. Danny, they also have made an offer to an in-state kid, right? Yeah, Robert Scott of Conway, an offensive lineman. He goes about 6'6", 295, somewhere in that range. Uh, You know, he had already picked up SEC offers from Mississippi State and Missouri. Arkansas kept kind of monitoring the situation, keeping a close eye on him. They got him up here this weekend. The size checks off. He's a fantastic kid to talk to. And Mm -hmm. um, I think we could kind of see that one coming. You know, he he was the next one in line that we were kind of looking at thinking – yeah, he's probably got a legit shot, especially after those SEC schools came in and offered him. You know, that has a way of kind of expediting the process sometimes for an in-state guy. So, um, you know, he's he's close with uh, Colton Jackson, the offensive lineman, obviously a, another Conway guy. He's a guy that grew up pulling for the Arkansas Razorbacks, as most of them do here in, in our state. So I think they've got a pretty good shot with Robert. I really do. Danny, who do we have our eye on now? Who's out there? Yeah. Well, without giving too much away, because <laughs> like we talked about, you know, there could be some guys in the boat. But, you know, when you take a step back and look at it, it's still really the same group of guys that we were talking about leading into the weekend, right? I mean, yeah. it's Takias Crawford, Martavius French, Bryson Eason, uh, the wide receiver from Lufkin, Texas, Jalen Polk. And then again, I think they made up some ground on some newer 
uh, I say newer, guys that really haven't been here in a while or had never been here before. Jaron Thompson is a four-star safety, a teammate of Jalen Polk at Lufkin High, and he told us Arkansas has moved up to his top two now. And he's a he's a stud. Yeah. Aaron Moore, a kid we wrote about earlier today out of Oakland High School in Murfreesboro, which is obviously the same hometown as Trey Knox, who they got last year. I've actually gone ahead and put in a prediction for him to Arkansas. So Aaron Moore, an outside linebacker. Uh, Jaden Holby is a running back from Dallas Bishop Dunn that I think was, you know, he's been here a few times, but I think this visit really stood out to him. And then the tight ends from Texas, they had three of them up here this, this weekend, and all three of them have been offered. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they come away with at least two of those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure which ones yet. So those are Elijah Yelverton, Alan Horace, and Brandon Frazier, three guys to keep an eye on at the tight end spot, which uh, is another position where they're going to sign two, two guys this year. Danny, let's go ahead and get to some questions here. we got a few built up. Uh, Austin Gibson wants to know how many recruits did they get this weekend um, that they don't know about. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably a couple more at least. I would say probably went ahead and gave them the word, and and we see that a lot. You know, coming out of a, a visit weekend, you may get some silent commitments that from guys that you know they're waiting on a particular date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's a, a birthday or a graduation, or you never know. But yeah, I do think they got a couple that haven't been made public by us yet. Anyway, mm-hmm. Jimmy and Carrie wants to know. Any big recruits on the O-line that are interested in the Hogs? There's a few. Yeah, there's quite a few. We talked about Takias Crawford, a kid out of Carthage, Texas. Really interesting guy because he was committed to Baylor for seven months. And on February 26th, he, he, uh, he backed out of that commitment and immediately blew up. Alabama came in and offered um, Georgia, Florida State. So many schools are after him. But he came in last fall took his first unofficial visit at Arkansas. He came back in January again. At that time, I thought he was really close to flipping from Mm -hmm. Baylor. He was still committed. And then, of course, you know, he was one of the headliners coming into the weekend. I think they still feel really good about him. You never know with Tykeus, man. He kind of marches to a different drum. He could commit to somebody tomorrow, or he could take it to National Signing Day next year. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you just never know with him. But he is one. You're getting Garrett Hayes coming in. On Wednesday, a big-time kid out of Athens, Texas, uh, a long-time target of Arkansas. Ever since last spring, I think they offered him. So wouldn't surprise me if they get him at some point. We've talked about Robert Scott, the new in-state offensive lineman. So there's three right there. And then, of course, you've got some guys out of Memphis who you know, are really close with Arkansas anyway. Chris Morris, Omari Thomas, yeah. uh, Marcus Henderson, who was just here again this weekend. So quite a few Dustin Fries uh, he's in the mix for quite a few guys there Danny we got a couple of questions on baseball you know more about baseball than I do but what what do you think about the Hogs this year you think they got a chance to make a World Series run what do you think about the pitching staff Ooh, well uh, yeah I don't want to get the uh, card ahead of the horse there but the pitching staff is still kind of the question mark I'll tell you what though if they can keep getting what they got yesterday from Cody Scroggins and he can be a weekend guy like that every single time out, then you've got a chance to, to be really, really good, which, you know, there's a lot of teams in the SEC this year that are going to be really good. And we'll get to all that mm-hmm. uh, when the postseason rolls around. But, you know, when I take a step back and look at it, I like the, I like the makeup of the team, especially some of the surprise 
guys that have come on. We're talking about, you know, Jack Kennelly, a second base. He's hitting the ball. That was always the question mark for him. Christian Franklin's doing his thing. Uh, he was a guy that a lot of people said really can't hit at all. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was just, he was a starter because of his athleticism, his base running, and of course his defense. But now I think he's, he's got the team's highest batting average all of a sudden. So a couple of surprise guys there. They, they do need to clean up some of the uh, middle relief pitching in my opinion, but so far so good, man. I think they're 12 and two now. That's a pretty good start. Couple more, real quick, Danny. We'll get you out of here, real quick. Does uh, does Arkansas take two quarterbacks in this class? I think they probably need to take two quarterbacks, but at the same time, you just added Nick Starkle. What are your thoughts? Well, I really can't call it one way or the other. You know, I, if they can get the right two, then yeah, I think they will go ahead and sign two quarterbacks. But that's still way up in the air. I think, yeah. you know, it depends on who leaves too. I, I, feel pretty sure somebody's got to leave at some point, don't you? I mean, yeah. you can't have like Odds seven are or someone eight scholarship will. quarterbacks. Throughout yeah. history, except for with Robert Johnson, whenever you had a job change hands at quarterback, somebody transferred out every single year except for the year that Robert Johnson yeah. moved to wide receiver. So a new quarterback is being named, someone will transfer out. Uh, last question yeah. real quick. Can you update us a little bit on basketball recruiting? We get some questions on basketball. I barely follow basketball recruiting as much as I follow the basketball team. But, uh, sure. uh, yeah, uh, somebody uh, wants to know about power forward. That's uh, from Steve yeah, Henderson. I Hendo. Yeah, I know. they've. Uh, it's kind of got a lot of people worried, to be honest with you. Of course, oh, yeah. Daniel Gafford, everybody fully expects him to move on, rightfully so, if that's his choice. But um, right now, they're still planning on taking at least three, probably four guys. Now, in terms of scholarship numbers, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Some people are going to have to get out of here. They have shelled out some new recent big man offers. We saw another one yesterday, and I, I still can't pronounce the young man's name, so forgive me on that, but mm-hmm. it's on our message board. But um, you know, not a staggering offer list for a lot of these guys that they've offered lately. Yeah. And not a repla- there's not a replacement for Daniel Gafford out no, there. No, there, there's not. That. And, yeah. and I think they're going to try to replace him, not with one guy, but really multiple guys, to yeah. be honest with you. They, they'd like to sign a couple of really big men. Yep. All right, Danny, my man, appreciate you joining us, brother. We'll have you again soon. You All right, man. Take right, it man. easy. All right. That was Danny West. Uh, so we want to go over a few things here. I want to talk a little bit of spring football. We've got that to discuss. We got to watch probably 50 minutes total worth of practice, probably about 15, 20 minutes of the scrimmage. So we did get to watch a little bit of stuff. Running backs obviously jumped out. Debois Whaley had a 45-yard run right off the bat, um, second play of the scrimmage. And Chase Hayden had a 25-yard run uh, for a touchdown on the third play of the scrimmage. But from what we understand, the defense settled down after that. They forced three turnovers throughout the day. One of those was on a bad snap from Ty Clary. You hear the quarterback say it was a very windy day, but this is a reoccurring theme with, with Clary. So that's that's a concern to me. It almost feels like if he if he's not snapping well now, is he, is he going to be able to snap? You know, um, Because that's something that like cost him. It's not just the bad snaps. It's the quarterback wondering if the snap's going to get there. Instead of like looking at his first read, his first read is, am I going to get the snap? That's, that's an issue. Defense settled down, forced three turnovers. One of them was a bad snap. On the first team offense, the other two were on the second team. So technically, the defense won the the belt. The cha- they give a championship belt away based on on performance with offense and defense uh, each practice. Trey Knox looks good, man. I mean, just watching him in practice every day, I'm just always impressed by his speed and his athletic ability. We got a question about punter here. Is Ar- is there a grad transfer punter? Arkansas 
has got to get a punter. I've said before, they've got to find a punter. And surely there is a graduate transfer punter at some smaller school out there. I remember I was looking at watching Colorado State and their field goal kicker and punter were better than Arkansas's. And while Arkansas has Connor Lambert, who's a good kicker, and you're fine there for another year, they just I don't know that they have anybody on campus that can punt the ball. It was a it's been a huge issue for the last two years. They've got to get somebody in here who can punt whether it's out of the high school ranks, somebody who wants to play big time college football their last year or two. I mean, you look at Arkansas schedule, you get to go on the road to Alabama. That's what I'd be telling punters. You want to go to Alabama, you want to go to LSU, you want to go to Oxford, you know, there's and if you're there for two years, you want to go to Notre Dame. I mean, it would be a fun final year if you're a punter somewhere at a smaller school. So I would like to see them bring somebody in. Absolutely. What else? We got any other questions? Who plays center this year? So here's here's what I think is ideal for the offensive line. And you had a couple of guys out. Noah Gatlin was out. Here's what I envision as the offensive line, ideally. Uh, you have Myron Cunningham elevated to the starting left tackle, beating out Colton Jackson. I think you – actually finally have a battle there before it's just been kind of a default deal. So that should push Colton Jackson, should push Myron Cunningham, left tackle. Left guard, I think you're probably going to end up with Austin Caps. I think that's a good solution, a guy that's probably the strongest player on the team, needed a year to get seasoned at offensive line after moving from D-line, senior. Center, Shane Clennon. Shane Clennon is every bit of 6'6", 300-plus, looks like a big SEC offensive lineman. He's got a foot injury right now, so he was out. That's the other guy that was out. So Clennon's got a foot injury, but he has been repping some at center. I'd like to see him at center, and the reason is because I'd like to see Chaboise and Juana grow as a guard, as the right guard. I think he's a better fit at guard. Not saying he's a better fit, but when you're talking about getting the best five out there than Chaboise and Juana at guard, all right? And then your next deal is Noah Gatlin at right tackle and competing with, with Dalton Wagner. I think that's a good competition. To me, that is the offensive line. Once you get everybody a little more comfortable with the offense and all that stuff. So um, that's where I want to see Arkansas's offensive line. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I want to remind everybody real quick, take advantage of our promo if you haven't. Sign up for the promo. If you aren't interested in getting late-breaking recruiting news, inside of recruiting news, if you don't want to know like what's about to happen, which is what we try to bring for our subscribers, tell them what's about to happen, break down stuff, go analytical on them. Um, then there is also the option to get our stuff for free. We put all of our stuff on Facebook for free, but we'll also deliver it to your email inbox. You just go to the middle of hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com, scroll to the middle of the page, enter your email, hit sign up, and we will send you. I mean, we've got like over 20,000 people that receive our email. So you need to be one of those. Um, 20,000 people can't be wrong, right? Subscribe or share it with your friends. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. We'll be back again on Thursday, hopefully, and um, we'll have a little bit more. It, it's actually a pretty big break because there, there are six practices today, so they're already a good third of the way through spring football, but then they'll have spring break, and then they'll be right back up. So uh, for Danny West, this has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com on Hogsports Live. We'll catch you next time.